everything. <laughs> Aren't you ashamed? No, I'm not. You know, Billy, what worries me is how your mother is going to take this. Um, um, well, you, you, you don't, don't have to t t t tell her, Miss Ratchet. I don't have to tell her. Your mother and I are old friends, you know that. Um, please no, no, don't tell my mother. Don't you think you should mother. have thought of that before you took that woman in that room? No, no. I, 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 I didn't. You mean she dragged you in there by force? She 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 she, she, she did. Everybody did. Everybody? Who did? and some pitfalls, but she's made some wonderful, wonderful friends along the way, like Lip and all the Gallaghers, people I just used to only know as the ones in that house where the cops always came. Jesus, is that bitch ever going to shut up? And Frank's mother. We're just so honored that you're here, even though you weren't even invited Ooh. and not really honored because... You're a convicted felon, but you're out now, aren't you? Why, why did they let you out? Because you're a loud, mean, vicious bitch. Oh. <coughs> okay, Mom, let's open presents. Why don't you do yourself and everyone else a favor and shut up? Have I offended you in my home where you're an interloper? No one wants to hear it, you windbag. I'm going to be here a while, so get used to it. I say jump, you say how high. Eat me! I say eat me! I'm done taking your shit. You got it? I am a grown man. This is my family, not yours. You're a piss-poor excuse for a mother. I was hoping you would die in prison. You made my life a living hell. And I, I want you out of here now. Good for you. It's great to get that stuff out. Feel better? I am not the reason that your life is a piece of crap. You came out of me a loser. Now run to the store. I'll make a list, okay? Give me my purse. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, in Hester Street. And the winner is... The winner is Louise Fletcher. 
looks like you all hated me so much that you've given me this award for it, and I'm loving every minute of it. And all I can say is I've, I've loved being hated by you. I'd like to thank Fred Roos for remembering me, Milos Forman for choosing me, Michael Douglas and Saul Zantz for taking a chance and giving me a chance, and Jack Nicholson and a cast of actors whose professionalism, humor, and capacity for getting into their roles made being in a mental institution like being in a mental institution. <laughs> And if you'll excuse me, for my mother and my father, I want to say thank you for teaching me to have a dream. You are seeing my dream come true. Thank you. Well, I was going to do a different episode. I, um, as you know, I've been watching, oh, I was watching, I was in the middle of Downton Abbey. And then I saw uh, something online that Miss Louise Fletcher had died. And I mean, come on. Nurse Ratchet. One of, probably one of the most evil nurses ever to grace the screen. And I thought, well, then we need to talk about her. I've only watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest once. I read the book in college. Um, but, uh, my God, what a, what a character. What a character. And it brought her an Academy Award for Best Actress. And very poignantly, she honored both of her parents, I believe, were deaf. And she did uh, ASL. Um, for them. Oh my God, this film. First of all, whew, I've only watched it once. I. It's a tough film to watch, mainly because of what happens to Jack's character. But Louise Fletcher, oh my God. The American Film Institute's 100 Years, 100 Movies placed One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest at number 20. AFI's 100 Years, 100 Heroes and Villains placed Nurse Ratchet at number 5 as a villain. AFI's 100 Years, 100 Cheers placed One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest at number 17. And AFI's 100 Years, 100 Movies the 10th Anniversary Edition place One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest at number 33. Oh, my goodness. You know, what Louise Fletcher... Louise Fletcher also went on to do a lot of television, namely Shameless, Star Trek, very versatile actress, but she will be remembered for playing Nurse Ratchet. That is that is a fact. 
In fact, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, had a distinction. In 1976, it became the second film to win the Big Five at the Academy Awards. And later was followed by The Silence of the Lambs in 1992, which won the Big Five. So only three films have won the Big Five. It happened one night. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. And the silence of the lambs. It hasn't happened since. And Louise Fletcher. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm looking for a clip because it's a really great clip where Milos Forman. Oh God, the amazing Milos Forman talks about that character and as a director how he shaped the movie i mean it it is profound it it is a crazy film and what i remember from watching it i mean jeez it's one of those films where you, I mean, and it's a, it's an ensemble. You've got Jack Nicholson, you've got Danny DeVito, you've got Louise Fletcher, you've got so many different characters in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and so for Jack and Louise to be singled out for their performances says something. About their acting ability. Yes, awards aside, you know, but you think, oh, geez, oh, geez. Um, I'm looking for the clip. But um, <coughs> I know that Milaj Foreman. Okay. I'm looking for it. I mean, there's lo- there's a lot to be said. About Louise Fletcher's performance in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, if you... She deserved that Oscar. She played such a villainous character. And... Um, okay, I can't find it. I mean, uh, okay. Yeah. I remember that Louise or Milaj Foreman had said something about it. And I wish, you know, these lists, these lists, I was talking to Jason Almy about this. The AFI list really, they would either divide people or unite people because they cause such a stir. Um, But I'm trying to... Okay, is this it? These 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 lists though I miss them. They were they were good lists. I mean they were they were flawed lists. You know, there's a lot to them where it's like, oh geez. 
If only they had added, you know, this one or that one. <sighs> Let's see. Um... And a lot of the 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 vero- heroes and villains on the list were all either Oscar winners, Anthony Hopkins, or nominated. Um. Yep. Here we go. You know, this was written by Mr. Ken Kesey. Ken Kesey. I mean, you think of one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You think of, uh, you know, the counterculture. Okay. Okay. The character was famously portrayed by Louise Fletcher in the film Adaption, whose performance earned her the Academy Award for Best Actress. Fletcher, who up to that point had only a brief television career in the 1950s and 60s, had only appeared in two films, one uncredited, was cast after Anne Bancroft, Angela Lansbury, Geraldine Page, Colleen Dewhurst, and Ellen Burstyn turned down the role. Director Milos Forman considered Fletcher for Ratchet when he saw her in the 1974 film Thieves Like Us. Nurse Ratchet was a recurring character in the ABC series Once Upon a Time. Yep. But I remember Milaj Foreman, he was talking about um yes, let's see. He said, oh, she's nice. And then, you know, she... He was from Czechoslovakia. Okay. All right. Because I want to make sure that I capture his words properly. Oh, see, she was on Maverick and The Untouchables. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. See the things that you don't know. Um, she was in Star Trek uh, nine, uh, Deep Space Nine. She was on Joan of Arcadia, Picket Fences. I forgot that she was on Picket Fences. This is uh, Fletcher herself saying... I wanted him to see a person like we all see in life and every day, a teacher, a telephone operator, or a conductor, or a senator, or a president. One who is convinced that they are right and that the thing they are doing is the best for you, Fletcher told Huffington Post of the character in 2020. Sit down and shut up. Take what I say because it is a great act of kindness that I am giving you. There's nothing scarier than an old lady next door who has that power. She says kind things... But if you cross her, that's it. You're done for. Yep, that's true. Um, Milaj Foreman, I remember he said, it was, I think, the American Film Institute. He says, oh, she's nice, you know. And the, the hair is perfect. You did the intent. She looks like, her hair looks like she has devil's horns. And what she represents is communism. And what happens when you go against communism? You get lobotomized, basically. So, I mean, oh, God. And, you know, she didn't have, I don't think she, when you win that Oscar, people assume, oh, you know. 
And, you know, a lot happens. You know, sometimes it's not, okay, here we go. I didn't know this. Fletcher was born July 22nd, 1934 in Birmingham, Alabama. A second of four children of Estelle and the Reverend Robert Capers Fletcher, an Episcopalian missionary from Arab, Alabama. Both of her parents were deaf and worked with the deaf and hard of hearing. Fletcher's father founded more than 40 churches for the deaf in Alabama. Fletcher and her siblings, Roberta, John, and Georgina, were all born without any hearing loss, so was taught to speak by a hearing aunt. I mean, jeez. After Cuckoo's Nest, Fletcher had mixed success in films. She made several financial and critical successful films, while others were box office failures. Fletcher's film roles were in such features as The Exorcist II, The Heretic, The Cheap Detective, The Lady in Red, The Magician of Lublin, Brainstorm, Firestarter, Invaders from Mars, Flowers in the Attic, Two Moon Junction, Best of the Best, Blue Steel, Virtuosity, (coughs) High School High, and Cruel Intentions as Sebastian's aunt. Additionally, she played the character Ruth Shorter, a supporting role in Aurora Borealis, alongside Joshua Jackson and Donald Sutherland. Yep. She was on Heroes. I didn't, oh yeah, I remember that. In 2011, she appeared in Shameless as Grammy Gallagher, Frank Gallagher's foul-mouthed and hard-living mother, who is serving a prison sentence for manslaughter related to a meth lab explosion. She portrayed the recurring role of Rosie on the series Girl Boss. She died today on June or September 23rd, 2022 at the age of 88 in France. Whoa. So, yes. Oh, she was on Perry Mason. I didn't know that. Oh, geez. <sighs> now, I do have some friends who did enjoy Cruel Intentions. I particularly didn't. But James, just for you. <laughs> James has a very interesting imagination. Um, we won't say why he likes Cruel Intentions now, won't we? Um, if I can find it, where is she in this fucking film? Okay. I don't think I can find the clip. No, can I? I don't think I can. Unless you have the clip. <laughs> Is this it? Jeez. That's why I didn't like Cruel Intentions. Now I remember. Okay. A lot of naughtiness. Yes. You know, Cruel Intentions, I remember it was parodied in uh, Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. So, oh, Aunt Helen. Yes. Oh, thank you, Annette. Here we go. Louise Fletcher. All right. Incredible intention. Your home is so beautiful, Mrs. Rosemont. 
Oh, thank you, Annette. It's been in my family for over a hundred years. Does your family ride much? My grandpa actually used to break horses on his farm. Really? What was that? Uh, Sebastian must be home. Oh! Sebastian! Fuck me. Aunt Helen! Sleepy! Glad I've missed you. Uh, I've been looking all over for you. I missed you too. I want you to meet Annette. Annette Hargrove, this is Sebastian. Hello. She'll be staying with me for a few weeks. I guess that makes two of us. Welcome. Thank you. And Helen, mm -hmm. why don't you head in and whip us up some of that iced tea of yours? I'll tend to Annette. All right. You two don't get into any trouble. We won't. Come on. Quickly. Yes, because Aunt Helen knows what kind of trouble they're going to fucking get into, aren't they? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Louise Fletcher. Yes. Louise Fletcher. So tonight, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, if the technology will present itself. Let's see. Uh, now, in 1994, Louise... Pay tribute to her co-star in One Flew Over the Motherfucking Cuckoo's Nest, Mr. Jack Nicholson, or as Cher calls him, Johnny. You know, Johnny, it's, it's just not going good today. I love when Cher calls him Johnny. Here we go. She won the Academy Award for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Louise Fletcher. question I've been asked most in my life is what's it like to work with Jack Nicholson? So tonight I think I can answer that question without gritting my teeth. The work we did on the set of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was so powerfully real for me that I didn't want to go home at night. I didn't want it to be over and in large part that was because of you Jack. You inspired me with your generosity and your commitment and your hard work, which you made look so easy that I thought I could do it too. So I'd like to repeat what I said once before on a very special night. I'd like to thank Jack Nicholson, whose professionalism and capacity for getting into his role made being in a mental institution like being in a mental institution. Something yesterday about a, a World Series, a baseball game. You know, and I've never been to a baseball game, and well, I think I'd like to see one. And that'd be good therapy too, wouldn't it, Miss Ratchet? I thought we decided that issue. Well, I, uh, I, I don't think so, because, I mean, we uh, discussed that yesterday, and uh, we have a, a new game today, I think, don't we, Mac? That's right, Chess, and we want a new vote on it, don't we? Would one more vote satisfy you, Mr. McMurphy? Yeah. 
It'll satisfy me. There's a vote before the group. Everyone in favor of changing the schedule, please raise your hand. Okay, I want to see the hands. Come on. One of you nuts has got any guts. All right. That's it. I only count nine votes, Mr. McMurphy. <laughs> he only counts nine. <laughs> only nine. It's a landslide. <laughs> there are 18 patients on this ward, Mr. McMurphy. And you have to have a majority to change ward policy. So you gentlemen can put your hands down now. Are you trying to tell me that you're going to count these? These poor son of a bitches, they don't even know what we're talking about. Well, I have to disagree with you, Mr. McMurphy. These men are members of the war, just as you are. All right, all I need one vote, right? Right? All right. Okay. Want to watch the World Series? Come on in, pal. This could be a big moment for you. Now, you want to watch a baseball game? You want to watch baseball? Just raise that hand up. Just raise the hand up. What do you say? Sorry. Banchini, old horse. What do you say? You want to watch the ball game on TV? Huh? Want to watch the ball game? Baseball? World Series? What do you say, pal? You tired? Just raise your hand up, Banchini. Watch the ball game, huh? Okay, all right. What about you, pal? All we need is one vote. Just one vote. Just your one vote. That's all we need. Just raise your hand up and your buddies can watch the baseball game. Um... General, you remember, don't you? October, the banner. The stars, oh, say, can you? The World Series. Raise your hand up, Jim. By the dawn's early. Just raise your hand up, polite. So, what about you, pal? Time to... And so that is a scene from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. A very famous scene. As I said, I've only watched the film once. But I remember it. Very well. I've seen the clips. I think we've all seen the clips. And, you know, I've heard things that Jack is not doing well. Jack is in his 80s. He's 85 to be exact. And may or may not have dementia. I am not, this is not a tabloid show. So I cannot confirm or deny that. But Jack, Jack is retired. Jack, you know, Jack is retired. And so it remains to be seen. Now, I'm sure that Jack, wherever he is, you know, he enjoyed working with Louise Fletcher. And, you know, Louise Fletcher said that, though, unfortunately, years after making Cuckoo's Nest, people still saw her as that character. That's good acting. But that's unfortunate you know, when these actors play villains. And... um. Casting directors and the public can't shake, can't shake it. So here at the Dr. Zeus Film Pox Film Podcast, we honor Miss Louise Fletcher for playing, geez, 
There's there's a long list of villains, and some of them are very charismatic, Dr. Hanavalakta, and others. I knew it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart, Michael Corleone, and of course, Nurse Ratchet. Well, Mr. McMurphy, you only have nine votes. There are 18 other patients on this ward. Yeah, so... You know, and that's also a testament to their director, Mila Schwarman. And so, and I, and you know, whenever I would see Louise Fletcher, like on Shameless or other shows, it's like, oh, geez, there's, there's Nurse, Nurse Ratchet. That's a testament to her acting right there. And so here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, tomorrow we will talk about the film that I'm watching tonight. But tonight... You can't let you can't let this pass by as we honor Miss Louise Fletcher. I mean, talk about a villain! Oh, oh, won the Academy Award, and um, is forever cemented with "When Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest" as well as "Shameless." Shameless was such a great show, such an ensemble. So to watch Louise Fletcher. Match match wits with um, Frank Gallagher. You know, is uh, I mean, she's playing opposite William H Macy. <laughs> William H Macy is one of our great actors, and so for for him and Louise Fletcher to match wits was that's that's a moment to see on on screen. As always, unpleasant dreams.